Hello and welcome to the Fence End podcast. Um, well, we've got more people than normally. We, we've, we've actually all turned up, so that's quite nice. Uh, hello, Fraser. Hello. Uh, hello, Simon. Hello. And hello, Paul. Hello. Hello. Cool. Um, so, uh, we, we had issues with the immediately after the Coventry game um, sort of analysis, um, probably because it ended up being nearly a full pod. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite a game. Um and actually I I said something that I I sort of regret a little bit. Um which is that it seemed to start out with Coventry dominating. I've since sort of watched the highlights and the live broadcast back and um they looked fairly solid, but it was all us that game. And I don't know how we conceded three really. <laughs> um yeah, that's my that's my sort of view a few days afterwards does anyone sort of disagree it was interesting you say you you were kind of conflicted in what you thought about the game people i had a drink with after the game yeah two completely different sort of opinions one was how did we not win that and another was kind of like well we weren't very good in that one and yeah it was an odd one i think because we played well in patches but conceded three goals so it was a yeah, very topsy-turvy game all, all over the place. Yeah, similarly, uh, apparently one of the fans uh, behind the director's box turned and yelled at Dan Bond. We'll talk about him uh, a bit um, in a few minutes because he's now leaving the club. But turned and yelled at him because Coventry were all over us. Um, well, I mean, even if, you, even if you're not sure, stats will tell you that that's not true. That happened at half-time. I think realistically i was trying to think of how many saves eastwood had to make like he had to do a couple of bits when it was two all um but other than that i think i think it was sort of mistakes that led to their goals as opposed to them being all over us their first goal the the free kick right in the middle of the pitch wasn't it and it, it yeah. i think they're always difficult for a for a goalkeeper to line up you know if you, if it's off to either side then you genu- generally get an idea of where if you line your wall up one side he's you know they're, they're more likely to go the other second goal we just hit the post from an attack and they broke and we were a little bit all over the place and we didn't mark for the header maybe got the header in and then the third goal <laughs> I think that was the fans' fault, wasn't it? We started singing two 0 and you fucked it up, and and all of a sudden they go up the other end and score. So I think we brought the their third goal on ourselves. <laughs> yeah, uh, like obviously the throw-in situation didn't happen. That sort of made it even more we jinxed it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> than anything. Um, I'll stand by what I said immediately after the game. I think the free kick was was really sort of schoolboy um, errors. It, uh, it it was so I, I don't like Eastwood's positioning. A player easily got dragged away from the wall. It it, it was a fairly well struck free kick, but we just gave him so much to aim at. Um and it was one of those that you watch it back and you're like, it happens in slow motion. <laughs> um not not the replay, but as <laughs> as you're as you're watching it live, it seems to go in slow motion. Um which is just horrible to watch. So yeah, I didn't didn't enjoy that at all. Um, yeah, the but but I think there are plenty of positives to come from the game as well. Um, actually, in in view of that free kick, I, I've forgotten where I saw this, but Coventry have been have been using the uh, left footer taking free kicks, 
Um, and so maybe our setup was to disturb that, but it led to their right for taking it and scoring, unfortunately. Um, so that's, you know, that's interesting that if we have sort of scouted that and tried to get around it, it obviously didn't work. Um, uh, can we, can we talk about the, the Mackie goal? Yeah, that was a, that was an absolute belter, wasn't it? I mean, I, I, I thought when I saw it live and I sit behind that goal that, it it looked like a fairly good finish. It looked pretty good, but my god, it, when I watched it back, I thought that looks amazing. <laughs> that <Yeah>. finish. <laughs> I didn't realise just how good it was. I when he scored it, I thought I'm happy he scored, but he should have put that away. Afterwards, I thought, my god, that's a cracking finish. Yeah, yeah. especially like I know I said this <laughs> on Saturday, but after the miss in the first half. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That uh, was... Which. I I it's up there with with Woodburn. Yeah. Um it like it, it people going oh it wasn't as bad as Woodburn's. I think it was. <laughs> oh it was. Yeah. It was um you know especially yeah. and and Woodburn one of the things you can throw in is well maybe it's just maybe naivety or something. Mackie can't plead that. <laughs> no. No, he's still learning. <laughs> yeah, he's still learning. He's, he's gelling. <laughs> he he only seems to score worldies, doesn't he? You know, the goal at the at the end of last season was in against Bradford where, you know, that whole uh, did did the ball go out of the area and all of the all of that nonsense and then he's he controls it and volleys it in top corner and then and then the goal at the weekend go back to the uh Blackpool away and he misses one at the far post where he's got on it, it literally just let the ball bounce off you it'll go in yeah and yeah he, he seems to kind of get his feet all over the place and I yet, quite enjoyed he's his got that ability to score goals like that in his post-match interview, he talked about um, the fact he wasn't happy that we, we didn't win. You, you, you can't be happy with a draw. You've got to always try for the win, mm. which is quite nice to hear. He talked about um, the fact that he doesn't let his head go down because if, if that happened when he missed an opportunity, he'd never make it as a footballer, which, again, I think is really positive to hear. But he also had this, this moment where he managed to... Um, bring up the fact that he used to play in the premiership and it seemed to come from absolutely nowhere um but he was he was talking about conceding a goal so soon after hitting the post and you know we're not in the premiership and that happens in the premiership it shouldn't happen in lead one i've played in the premiership and it was just so like was it a bit richard madeley yeah just something a bit a bit like um I played in the Premiership. We keep on talking about the Premiership. I don't know why why that's come up, but I have played there. So. Yeah. Now it it came up because you brought it up, mate. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it wasn't in the interview before then. But I love him. I do. I do love love hearing his interviews. Yeah. Um. Overall, um, do we feel that was a positive result? We we got to discuss the own goals. Don't don't run away. All right. All right, let's discuss it. Which was your favourite? Because the, the first one was a cracking finish. It was like, a he's placed banger, that wonderfully. Yeah. The second one, boy, did he smash that into the net. Yeah. I assumed it when it first happened, it must have been Mackey from the way that it was absolutely <laughs> belted in. Yeah. Um, and then they announced it as more, and it was like, oh, fair enough. <laughs> well, yeah. well done, mate. You, you've got your. Ah, I'm going to score this one. Wallop. <laughs> yeah. But no, like, it was the defender, and it was. You watch it back on goal cam, and where else was that going to go? Well, yeah. He is facing the goal, and he belts it into the back of the yeah, net. Yeah, what, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Um, yeah, I don't know. It was um, it was strange, wasn't it? And I'm just make this point now. Um, the guy arguably shouldn't have been on the pitch anyway. He at least should have been booked for the challenge on Brannigan on the edge of the box about yeah. ten minutes before the first one. He literally just puts two hands into his face, and the ref yeah. gives a free kick, but doesn't doesn't award a booking or or, or anything. Hang on a minute. I just I thought, well, what do you think you're giving this free kick for? Is that? Uh, these things even themselves up, I think, Fraser. Of course they do. Of course they do. Neither of those own goals on Saturday were as good as when he scored when he was playing. Was it Vitesse Arnhem he played for on loan? Oh, that was a cracker. And he scores one from from the touch, you know, from the from the sideline from about thirty yards out. Yeah, I haven't seen that. I'll oh, need to look a, out for it. Oh, it's a brilliant goal. Yeah, he's um, under a little bit of pressure, so he thinks I'll knock it back to the keeper, but he manages to to sort of chip the keeper from about 30 yards. Yeah. There is, uh, I mean, it was brilliant. And I love, um, I don't know if anyone saw Pritch's tweet um, after the game, but he said that we'd benefited from more end goals in that 90 minutes of football than we did in the previous 121 matches. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing, isn't it? Which we've definitely scored several in that time. Yeah. Like, Dunkley at Wembley. Oh yeah, I think twice maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, Nico Jones, that like that just off the top of my head. Um, I I remember Dube scoring two own goals and then scoring a a, a good goal. <laughs> yeah, in a game with a really odd hat trick. He must really love playing us because he scored the uh, goal um, when we beat them down the road two one with Robbie Hall's Getting the screamer. Oh, did he? Yeah, he got the opening. Was that him? Yeah. <laughs> oh, was that him? Oh, right. I did know that he played for them, but I didn't know. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. that. Yeah, he must love playing against us. Oh, he's mad for but it. I saw a few things saying, "Well, this screams match fixing," <laughs> 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 which it sort of it sort of does. But like, you see his reaction, and you're like, "Ah, oh, he's obviously devastated." And then you watch it. As I said, you watch that second one in particular. The first one's a cracking finish. The second one, it's not like oh, it caught it caught his standing foot first. The way he kicks that, it's only going one place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And on the um on the goal cam, it looks as first as though just after he scored it, he's trying to blame someone else or shout with someone, and then he sort of falls backwards and just lies on the floor for a bit. And yeah, he, you know this is you. You know this is on you. The the thing is though, it gets announced as more, and after the game, their their manager runs up to is it da- Daku? I, I should know him. He's the second top goal scorer, isn't he? Anyway, <laughs> runs up to him, puts his arm around him, and I reckon at that point it's him going, "I got the second one as well." <laughs> oh. And the, the manager's too late then. He's he's hugging him, he's supporting him. He can't go. You what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it other than than the own goals, I thought he had a, a good game. As I said, yeah, you know, as you said, Fraser, I think he should have been sent off. But you know, yeah. thank goodness he stayed on the pitch. Yeah. And a dodgy old performance from uh, Mr. Salisbury, wasn't it? Bit, bit of a, bit of a rare one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Salisbury. As I said immediately after the game, if you recognised a, a ref's surname, oh my word, you're in for a shot. Yeah, but mind you, and, he is a mere sorbet to wet the palate for this Saturday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, which we've sort of repaired something. We used to have what grinds Matt's gears. Yeah. Um, 
Paul, you, you're a big fan of referees. Um, how do you feel about Trevor Kettle? I was going to say what Paul's Paul's plonker, but that's a bit weird. <laughs> <It's> a bit. <laughs> Carry on, Paul. <laughs> um, I think you might need a minute after that. <laughs> um, there'll be, I mean, there'll be a moment where Chris Williams puts in his report about refereeing decisions boiling over. Yeah, like we we should prep for that if nothing else. The thing but is, Trevor Kettle, Paul, go. You know what you're going to get with him, which is inconsistency, and. Yeah, he he has. You have no idea what how he's going to upset both sets of fans, but at some point he will. So it's just a case of strapping in and hoping it doesn't affect you the result. Yeah, yeah, or or whether or not you get promoted in the case of Accrington and and Wimbledon. Um, yeah. yeah, it's funny how Wimbledon aren't going on about that. Yeah. They're not going on about yeah. Well, the, the thing is, they're going to be overtaken soon because the the phoenix from the ash, the phoenix club phoenix from the ashes sort of story will be like Barry is a more romantic one, I think. Oh, definitely. Because yeah. all of the football team, all of the football league, are sort of on their side, whereas mm. half of the football league have played Wimbledon and realised that there's still a bunch of yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. So we've got Trevor Kettle coming up, but but. I asked earlier and didn't get didn't get a response. I'm going to ask it again. Um, was that a positive result at the weekend? Uh, yeah, I, I think it was. I think um, the manner of it was. Yeah, yeah. It's um, you know, it's one of those, isn't it? Where had it been the other way round, we were three two and they came back, you'd be you know massively deflated now. But I think we showed again that um, we we've got the fight in us to to pull the result out, but. You can't ignore that we've got to tighten that back line up a bit. I mean, the three, the three goals that we shipped were just there were sort of errors all over the place, weren't there? And they, it was yeah. it was silly, really. The some of the things that were going on at the back, but yeah, I think we it's it's got to be positive, surely. Well, there was a lot made of three home games in a week, um, and in the first one, we we came from behind to to draw and then win on penalties. The second one, we came from behind to get level, then went behind again, and then went level again <laughs> and got a point. Uh, and the third one was yesterday's behind closed doors friendly in the checkerleasing.com <laughs> trophy EFL <laughs> Cup. Um, Dot net. Yeah, in which we went behind and then won. But, um, yeah, I mean, have you seen the goal we conceded in that? I haven't, no. Is it bad? It's not wonderful. <laughs> If you've if you've had a couple of beers, Fraser, give it a watch. <laughs> okay, I will. Uh, and then we we you know Baptiste goal in particular was a was a cracker. Um, the the highlights are on YouTube. So if you if you want to giggle, it's it's funny, isn't it? Because I don't care about that competition. But last night I really wanted to win. <laughs> <laughs> there was an yeah. interest in, in, interesting if you like dull things, <laughs> but the the law. The law change around drop balls now. They're yeah. not contested, and they, it, whereas previously it was always, well, we'll give it to you and you kick it the length of the pitch back to your keeper and we'll start all over again. Now it's the team that, you know, if they're an attacking side and, the, you know, the, there's a, a something happens so the ref stops play, the ball is dropped for the, the side that had possession. And that worked for us brilliantly last night because Brannigan 
ball dropped to him. He just knocked it to the side and scored. Uh, and you know, nearly worked against last us. Last season, against that would have been. What are you doing? You got to give it back to your keeper, and you know. But I think it's a, I think it's a, a decent law change because the number of times that you kind of think, well, we we had the ball, we were on the edge of their box, and we've just let them kick it back to our keeper now. So it it doesn't penalise a side that are in possession for for a stoppage in play that's not their fault. You know, it's not a free kick. It's a it's a stoppage for a head injury or whatever it might be. And I think that's a good law change. <laughs> we certainly benefited last night. Mm. Um, out of interest, uh, I, I feel there's a slight loophole. You'd have to be very good to to work it. But if if you hit the ref with the ball, mm. um, I like where it's you're going. a drop ball now. Yeah. So if you're breaking forwards and you're on your own and there are eight players back, <laughs> if you manage to wallop it at the ref, <laughs> do you then get a drop ball when you can all be in position and essentially uh, essentially get a volleyed free kick? Oh, it's a fair mm. point. <laughs> I'd like to give it a go. If anyone could do it, it's Chris Maguire. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I, I, you know, Mackie would give it a go. I reckon. Yeah. 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 I reckon we should try it. Um, but interestingly, about the new rules, there's sort of controversy about the walking off the pitch um, at the nearest point because if it doesn't seem safe, then don't do it. Mm. Um, which obviously didn't happen at the weekend. I'm I'm guessing because of the trouble in the North Stand, yeah. which you know includes Coventry fans running on the pitch because they've got a last minute winner. <laughs> ah, um, uh, so I'm guessing that's why that happened. But you've sort of got that rule, which refs have gone. Well, that's a bit of a stupid rule. Let's let's ignore it whenever we can. You've got the handball rule, which the new handball rule. We should have had a free kick in the first half. There's no defending an arm being up in the air, which old um, two-time goal scorer <laughs> did. Um, it, but the ref just like, it, it's as if they think, nah, it's a bit of a stupid rule, this new one. Let's just ignore it. <laughs> we just won't do it. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it sort of annoys me because uh, I've, I've had this rant on the way home to Paul, so sorry for hearing this again, Paul. But um, you you've got... So many rules have been put. Oh, you've got to walk by the the nearest. You've got to walk off at the nearest point of the pitch, um, and the reason for that is to stop time wasting. The reason they're booked for time wasting is to stop time wasting. And if refs actually do it, they'll stop time wasting. But because refs aren't strong enough to implement the rule, they've had to introduce a new rule, and yeah. that's absolutely ridiculous. The whole um, diving, the VAR situation with diving. A referee should be able to see when it's a free kick without a player throwing himself to the floor. But you see time and time again, pundits going, oh, if he went down then, he'd have got a penalty. That's not the rule. Yeah. If if you don't need to go down to be fouled, if refs were good enough to give the free kick regardless of the dive, yeah. that would, you know, but you're, they've got to dive in order for the ref to see the foul. So it's because the refs are so poor, they've had to take out rules to combat that. And so instead of protecting refs all the time, maybe they should just train the refs better or get better refs. Not protect them, regardless. Yeah. They can have a shocking game and they get protected and they're refereeing next week. And I know Kyle said that at the weekend, and I don't excuse the way Kyle speaks to some of the officials, but it's sort of true. Yeah. Where players get banned and players, you know, and, and people lose matches and fans are disappointed and waste their money because of a referee who faces no punishment whatsoever. Yeah. So if we th- 
it's an interesting point on on the quality of referees. But if we want better referees, and a lot of managers and pundits and ex players say, "Ah, oh, they've not played the game. Don't understand the game." Why don't more ex players go into refereeing? And I admit, you know, if you're a Premier League player and a hundred grand a week, you're not going to want to do it. But if you're a lower league player who's maybe had to stop because of a, an injury that that still allows you to get around the pitch, but you know, would have stopped your career. Why not? Why why aren't players going into refereeing? Is it because half of them don't know the laws of the game anyway, or is it because they know how difficult it is, and they really don't want to be on the other side of the of the coin, whatever it might be, you know? And I think it's a it is a tough tough job. Uh, I think also, how do you how do you define a ref uh, being reasonable? I mean, if a ref enforced every rule of the game all the time. There'd be a penalty at every corner. Yeah. Technically, a shirt pull in the box is a penalty. The game. Yeah, mm. yeah. You know, there's a shirt pull in the box on every single corner. There'd be a penalty, yeah. and then we'd say the ref's ruining the game. What's he doing? Why is he yeah. being so stringent with the rules? I mean, every throw in yeah. is either a foul throw or a player's got his foot on the line. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, and, yeah. Foul and you, throws are and you a get funny the, one. the whole. Oh, we want. We just want consistency from referees. And the next week, you'll have the same manager going. Well, the referee just needs to show a bit of common sense there. And you think, well, what do you want? Do you want common sense or yeah. or consistency? I know. I know. They, got, they can't win. Yeah. I know some of them are, are rubbish, but yeah. at least they're honestly rubbish. You know, <laughs> you know they're not, they, no, it, it, it's. I, I don't mind incompetence if it's if it's genuine incompetence rather than some of the players who, who cheat. Well, most of the players cheat. To be fair, how yeah. many players appeal for a corner or a throw in, knowing full well that it's not? Yeah, well, you know, not they're all of them. constantly <laughs> trying to influence the referee into making a, a, a decision their way. It's kind of yeah. it's, it's psychological warfare. You got twenty two mm. players giving him you know yeah. mixed messages and claims and and. No wonder they don't give get everything right. Yeah. I mean, often you know, I, I suppose not. I mean, not, most of them are rubbish, but <laughs> well, yeah, higher up than it's our level. I mean, yeah. particularly in the Premier League, you're you've got twenty two millionaires on the pitch who don't really give a shit about anything you're telling them. Yeah, as a ref, they 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 don't need to, they don't want to be lectured by some old no. bloke with a whistle, and mm. um and then every fan gets on their back as well. This yeah. isn't the. Let's all love the ref hour, by the way. I'm just po- I'm just pointing out. It's I think it's a tougher job than fans often give them credit for. Mm. Well, yeah, I I do get that, and and I sort of echo what Simon said earlier that you've got um, the amount of times a ref is terrible, and you go, well, he's just bad. He's not biased. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I can only really think of one main example. I would go, no, I would. I reckon this ref's taken a bung, and that was against the Wombles a few years ago when it was on TV. Yeah. And I like, I, I, you know, I can't even get a word out. <laughs> I'm still annoyed. Was that Drysdale? Uh, it's it Deadman. Deadman. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. It. But again, it's these refs that you hear the name and you yeah. go, oh, for goodness sake, I recognise them and therefore yeah. it's terrible. Yeah. Um, but anyway, you know, the ref will be the ref and at some point... And, and if all the decisions do go your way, you don't go, we were lucky then. Yeah. <laughs> you go, he had a good game, actually. Yeah, rather than he had a rubbish game, but it just benefited us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I set Paul up for a rant earlier on refs, and then I did it myself. <laughs> um, but I enjoyed it, so that's good. Um, right, okay. So we are about to play a team we never beat, 
In fact, we've never beaten. It's not even like like with South End, we have beaten them in the past, but we, you know, I would say we never beat them. We have never beaten Fleetwood. So in the league. So are we gonna win? Yeah. Yes. Oh. Yes. Yes, we are. Oh, I like it. Convincingly as well. Should we just send the EFL this and go, there you are. Yeah. <laughs> We've decided it. Yeah. Now, if you want incompetence, let's not talk about referees. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, yeah, we'll just send them that snippet. It's fine. Yeah. I, I did quite uh, like listening to T- Manor podcast the other day because they just had a whole segment on how much for Nobed <laughs> Barton <laughs> is. Uh, I'd like to echo those sentiments. Yeah. He got in trouble last season, didn't he, for not punching the Barnsley manager or something? Or yeah, it wasn't just in trouble in terms of football. He was done for GBH, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, he was. Oh, is has it gone to court yet? Is it? I don't know. He's been charged, not, hasn't he? Yeah, I think it's one of those. Careful what you say. But then it's funny because <laughs> every so often, no, he's he, a knobhead regardless. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> every so often he pops up on Question Time and starts talking about the chief whip or something. What the? F- what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's... we'll have Jacob Rees Mogg on match of the day next. Oh, just <laughs> just asleep on across. a lounger yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in Gary Lineker's pants for some reason. <laughs> yeah. That could be um, very well be uh, some sort of. And you mean in Gary Lineker's pants or in Gary Lineker's pants? <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know there are too many images? So, um, yeah. Yeah. Edit, edit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> David cool. Meller. Order, order, order. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, so anyway, they, we've gone off a bit of a segment there. <laughs> yeah, we're going to um, smash Fleetwood. Yeah. Uh, cool, I like it. It's, it's um, amazing that we got there and we weren't even mentioning our left back. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have to be more specific, sorry. <laughs> Burko. <laughs> Burko. Yeah, I mean, ah, from the Burko. other day. Oh, so, right. I see what you did there. See, all of us were thinking ruffles. It definitely was. What's he oh, done? <laughs> I'm, I'm so confused. Uh, oh, we'd, oh, we've got a squad, haven't we? Hang on. Yeah. 171 <laughs> names or something like that. Um, oh, yeah, that's a point, actually. We've added a couple. Well, we've added one since the last podcast. Um, we obviously added the, the, the one from the podcast before, but we've added Zamori. Which, I mean, screams out for several chants. Mm. I hope he's good. Yeah. No idea if he is. No, is this the one he signed till January? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. No. Dutch league. I, I don't know what to say about him. I don't know anything about him. No, <laughs> I've really prepared uh, for this. But I mean, the chants do write themselves. Yeah. Surely. They well, amazing. Yeah, exactly. That's Amori. <laughs> There, Lo- loads of things to that tune. There was also, I forget his name, the guy we signed last week who's also to do with a community. Yeah, we mentioned him briefly oh, on sorry, the last did we? pod. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, but that's that's fine. I, I don't really know what he does in the community, so hopefully we'll learn more about that yeah. soon. And that is it for incoming players now, isn't it? That really is, it's finished now, isn't it? Yeah, we can still sign um, players who are out of contract. Right. Um, but I don't know who's out there and available. It's yeah. not my job to do the recruitment, so yeah. that's quite yeah. lucky, really. Because <laughs> I haven't gone as well. Yes. Yeah. Um, what? Wow, that came out of the blue. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I mentioned him earlier, but Dan Bond. Uh, we lost a, a couple of 
backroom backroom staff, but I like to mention Dan Bond every time I can because he is the man who told Chris McGuire to close down oh. <laughs> um in the in the the win against that lot. Yeah. Um and what what a moment. I mean if the penalty wasn't enough with the pointing at the shirt, to score such an embarrassing goal. Yeah. Amazing. And and, what a and then if only Marvin Johnson had squared to him, he'd be the only player to get a hat trick against Wyndham. But there we go. Ooh, <laughs> that's money in the jar, mate. That's money <laughs> oh, in the Oh Christ you it said is, it. yeah, sorry. I mean I yeah. was in context talking about them conceding a third goal against us. Can I argue that? Well, we we didn't score it, so no. That's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, okay. Uh, I need to it, obviously say hi, Tim. Hi, Tim. Hi, hi Tim. Hi. Um, but also to say hi, Rob. Hi, Rob. Yeah. Um, hi, so hi, I was hi, Rob. sat just chatting to my dad the other day, and I sort of got vocally recognised when I mentioned the Fence End podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, Rob, who sits a couple of seats away, uh, does a lot of driving and so listens to our podcast. Oh, so, nice one. Yeah. To be yeah. fair, you do... Keep your hands cons- on the wheel, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> Wake up, Rob! <laughs> so, Rob, if you're listening to this in Oxford, you've probably gone from the start of Botley Road to about halfway down it by now. <laughs> so, sorry about that. Right, okay. So, um, we've talked about Fleetwood. We've talked about um, the win last night. We talked about everything. Can we I need just to, say really. one thing? One thing that I should have mentioned at the very start of the podcast. Um, big up to James Henry from Saturday. Oh my god, the got the shift the guy put in was unbelievable. Right, Fraser, you edit this. So can you, um, in amongst this conversation that we're about to have, can you play the the clip of um, was it last season or the one before when you were just basically going well. You know, he's meant to be brilliant, but what does he actually do? But Liam, we seen I'm going to delete that and forget it ever happened. Don't <laughs> worry about that, mate. <laughs> Ministry um, of Truth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're, you've just turned into a typical politician. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you'll find... <laughs> I refer you to my previous answer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I have said from the off, I quite like him, so... I, you know, I'm just going to sit and be smug. Well, he hasn't just got here. He has been here for two years. Yeah, and I've liked him and, from And for off. about four months at the start, he was a bit there. And and now he heard my comments and he was like, well, I better turn it on. I'm I, like, yeah, all right. I've been the top goal scorer of the last two seasons, but yeah, fine. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll pick it up a bit. Yeah, four months in, yeah. Uh, most assists, isn't it? Uh, or no, most key passes yeah. in um, the top... Uh, four divisions or something like that he's certainly in the the top few yeah um so yeah i mean i think he's a brilliant player and actually for someone you don't think of being pacey has quite a turn of pace um yeah yeah i i echo your thoughts fraser um thoughts i've always had (laughs) (laughs) no one can prove otherwise no tim Um, don't look back through the archive i see you doing that there (laughs) Or anyone with recording equipment. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go off topic and become a bit serious um, all of a sudden and, and sort of stop talking about football. But I, I feel that as football fans, we are such a demographic, it should be pointed out, uh, that the um, suicides and attempted suicide rates in uh, men are extraordinarily high. Um, and I think it's the ages of 20 to 45. It's the number one killer in men. 
um, is suicide. So if if you're out there and you need to talk to anyone about anything, there are plenty of organisations um, available through the NHS. You've got the Samaritans, you've got loads of other ones. If you just look at, at people to talk to if you are struggling. Um, something's happened quite close to me recently and uh, I feel, you know, it's always good to mention um, that people are there to listen if you do need someone to talk to. So, um, yeah, I thought I'd be a bit serious there. No, absolutely, absolutely valid point, Liam. Very well put. Mm. Thank you. I feel we should take the mood back with a bit of a joke, but I haven't... Oh, here, here we go. <laughs> uh, I walked past someone the other day and he was collecting from outside the East Stand and he said, if you, if you put some money in in my bucket uh, I'll tell you a joke and he told me a joke so I'm going to repeat it to the to the podcast so if he's listening he's going to have to think of a new joke for next week but um uh, there's this this um place in the country and this this newcomers there and suddenly this guy goes past in a tractor going the end is nigh the end is nigh the world is burning and we're all going to die and this guy turns to the person next to him and goes, who's that? He goes, oh, it's Farmageddon. For <laughs> <laughs> Christ's sake. There you go. There you go. So, um, there you are. That, that lightens the mood, does it not? Yeah, it does. It <laughs> does. Yeah. Uh, so, there you are. I've lightened the mood with a bit of a pun. Um, and so, uh, we sort of said that we were going to beat Fleetwood, but should we do some predictions? I think that's a good idea that I've just come up with. Um, Simon, what, what score do you reckon it's going to be? I think we'll win it 3-1. Uh, any any ideas on the goal scorers? Probably goal not scores. a striker. One one no. goal from a striker this season. <laughs> Fossu. I think Fossu's played well. Brannigan. However you want to spell Brannigan's name. His dad will tell you if you got it wrong. Yeah. Um, and... Really politely as well. Yes. <laughs> and, a, and another Ruffles worldie. Oh, nice. Nice. Paul, what do you reckon? I don't think we'll win. I think we'll lose. I'm going to go 2-1 to them. Oh. <laughs> You said win earlier, I didn't, didn't you? I didn't. I stayed quiet. Oh. Oh. Paul, uh, Fraser, can you just add in Paul saying, I think we'll win <laughs> from a previous part? Uh, Fraser, what, what score do you I was actually going to say the same score as Simon, 3-1. I think we're going to win. 3-1. Are we just assuming Evans is going to score against us? Although he's not actually started for them, has he? No. And we're all assuming so. that we're going to hear Captain Pugwash. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, and no fans in the home end. Um, no, that was a little dig there. No. I liked it. Oh, um, I'm gonna say three one as well. Wee. Why not? Yee. Let's all be wrong. <laughs> um, and, and definitely Paul. We hope you're wrong. Yeah, sorry. Paul. Okay, <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. He, I'm he, not went, that he went negative. Like ridiculous. Yeah. Um, right. Oh, I didn't say who I reckon will score. I think Fossu's a good shout. Um. I'm going to say James Henry. He'll he'll have heard Fraser's comments yeah. and gone. Yeah, actually, I've got this. Yeah, he he uh, knows now that he's got my approval. So yeah, he'll be buzzing. Uh, and I reckon it will be Chris Cadden. Oh, yeah, out there. I was going to say left field choice there, but more right field choice. So. Ah, sorry. That's worse than Farmageddon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right okay so that's about all we have time for thanks very much for listening and goodbye bye bye, bye.